Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast. And I am your host, Dawn Day, here to get you excited about your life so that you can live life on purpose and for a purpose. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Vitamin D, it's a pun of my name. My name is Dawn and you get vitamin D from the sun. So I'm here to shed light into your life. And I do this with inspirational insights and conversations with celebrities and everyday people like you and me. Because if you want to be better and you want to do better, then you're going to have to be able to see better. So join me on this journey of living our best lives and understanding and realizing how you are your greatest asset. Oh my gosh. It took me about what? I want to say over two hours to get here because of what? I left my house probably about a quarter to four. And I got here at 620. God, dog, you talk about being uncomfortable. I had caught this uh, video real quick when I was on um, Instagram. And this woman, she was talking about how uh, manifestation and talking about how you have things that you manifest within your heart. And then you have things that, you know, basically it's happening in two places, your mind and your heart. And, you know, she was talking about making room and talking about how oftentimes we have this belief about what we want and it's in our, our heart. But oftentimes we cloud up the space because of whatever anxiety of whatever outcome that we think could happen. We haven't even arrived there yet. I don't know why I had to say that. I wanted to share because it's like sometimes um, we get in the way and not realizing that we just got to make a way. My ego was so caught up in the fact that I'm like, dang, it's taking forever. Talk about being uncomfortable. I remember I pulled up in my car. (laughs) Talk about being uncomfortable. Talk about why you got to be grateful. You know, because I'm going to be honest with you, I still can't say whether or not I was grateful for that car. I still can't wholeheartedly say that, but I will tell you this. I can understand the gratitude that I probably could have expressed more or felt more deeply because whatever was that 40 minute ride is now two hours. And I was getting in my feels. I went up and down in emotions all the way around. Shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to Beyonce reminding me that these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Okay. Um, But I said, I don't have room for this mind ego to be like, Dawn is taking forever because I remember where I was going. So I just want to remind you that don't let things get in the way. You got to make a way. And um, it just reminds me of the fight and how you got to fight for what you want. And sometimes that can be for your life. Speaking of which, I'm excited about uh, the guest that's coming in today. His name is Wen Sarden. He's the best friend of one of my best friends from uh, high school, a best friend from high school. Uh, Jason, shout out to Jason. Uh, Wayne is coming on here because he's a two-time cancer survivor. Now, you know my mother, she died of stage four breast cancer, right? And um, I remember last year I had been trying to get Wayne on, but just ups and downs and just time, he hadn't had a chance to come to the studio. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Because I think about the fact that I'm here tripping because I'm on the bus for two and a half hours to get to my dream. 
And that's my fight for my dream. But what is the difference when you're fighting for your life? Like, what does it mean when you're looking at death in the face? Huh? Where your your life is altering, it's changing. What does that mean when you have friends or people that you love that are facing the same battle that you're facing are dying? I got to ask these questions. And I don't know. You know, I, I go in with questions. I know people be like, don't you be asking the whatever questions. Well, that's why I got my podcast. Because now I can do it all damn day. Hey. But I'm grateful. Um, I'm excited and nervous. I got the box of Kleenex here. Yes, you already know. Now, what I didn't do well at... All right. I shouldn't say didn't do well. I could have done better. Up level. You know, I like to do positive reinforcement. I could have worn waterproof mascara. <laughs> that would have been smart. And I, I don't want to come in predicting that I'm going to cry, but I think this is going to move something a little bit. So I'm excited that you're here. And uh, I want to thank you. And I, I want to give my love and to support to anyone who uh, has been affected or is being affected by cancer. My love to you. And keep holding on. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Hello, hello. There we go. There we go. There we go. We want some more. We on the flow. Man, y'all be getting in Jeremiah's ass. I swear to God. Every time I be excited about a damn interview, this shit be happening. It's all good. A little bump in the road. I'm just saying, like, and it's like, damn, you in here hype. You stood in this studio. You checking on me. Why didn't you make sure the shit was good? Yeah, it's just be, why be good when you're gonna be great. There you and go. And my thing is, if you got time to sit here and talk to me and stand here with your notepad, why wasn't this chat? You've been here off since six o'clock. <laughs> we going to different levels. <laughs> I'm tired of saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I even told him when you were over there, I said, How are you doing? Are you good? Mm-hmm. Touch me. Mm-hmm. I'm floating down. I'm good. You're not good because this ain't good. Go. I'm back, but this is my, this is my, listen. Preparation. That's what I'm saying, and it's getting to a point. It's just like, why, 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 why are you so com- you too comfortable? Mm. You too comfortable. Um, and I can say this right now because I'm in a very uncomfortable space in my life. Mm. I took three buses to get here. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? So okay. just like how you, we all fighting for something. Mm-hmm. And if I got enough sense to do that, still get here on time, still got the sense. What's good? But. We keep going. We don't stop. Let's work. Let's keep. I had to acknowledge it because where we going? I'm not here to play with. This is. It's a series. Big <sighs> unks in the building, y'all. Oh my goodness. What's that? I'm here. You're here. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. We shedding light. <laughs> oh man. Come on. Oh, I was saying when uh, wind came in, the mic wasn't on, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> we uh, hear me now. Okay, Come on. right. I'm, okay, I'm gonna get over it. <laughs> Partial. I, th- I might be PMSing. I think I'm not mm. might. It could be. Listen, you know your cycle better than me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about this. I was like, yo, you know how people be like, don't put women in charge because they be getting all in their emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's very well true. Like I'm in it. I'm 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 not invested, but I had to get it out. And mm-hmm. it's like, Dawn, why you have to go off? It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. But the same thing people be wanting to complain about, like, that's like our magic. That's why everybody the pussy makes the world go round, right? Come on now. I ain't never doubted that. <laughs> well, because we know you didn't you didn't have some part. Come on, you gotta relax. <laughs> the women's you gotta re- relax. That's the old unk. Unk has changed. I'm a god fearing man these days. Take it easy. Come on now, you gotta relax, though. <laughs> I think this is probably. Um, mm, we didn't been in plays together. Yeah. And this is probably maybe like the third or fourth time that we really had a conversation, like yeah. for real, like yeah. talked. I think and the last time was over these kind of airways before one of the plays. 
when we was promoting it. Yeah, you forgot about that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. listen, when is going back? Ooh. <laughs> the reason why that's so big and it's a testament and 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 for every person that's like, Dawn, why are you tripping like that? Mm-hmm. When that was clearly eight, at least seven, eight years ago, right? Seven for sure. Seven for sure. Because mm-hmm, I've been out here 10 years, so. And I was doing theater back in, the, back in them days. So, yeah, I would say seven or eight for sure. That was vitamin D. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's Come when on it was now. on Accelerated Radio. Uh-huh. Wait. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Look at her. I had to bring that memory back for you. Uh, but, yeah, so this is important because one of my best friends from high school is like your best friend, like your brother. Mm-hmm. Your brother, Jason Hedden. Mm-hmm. I love that brother. Um, And he's always spoken so highly of you. Oh you God. know, I feel like I've missed out on a lot of great dick because of you guys. Why is that? <laughs> I, I never hinder you from doing your thing. I'm not speaking anything about who these men are today because, mm-hmm. you know, Jason yeah, has a whole family. This is not, that's not what I'm saying. Damn, I'm just... Look at you. God, don't wait. My whole point is... Just cut the mic. You silly. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Jason used to tell y'all used to have a ball, man. And my thing was, I was never gonna be one of them girls. You silly. Nah, I, I don't think that was anybody, anything anybody had to worry about. Come on, now we were still some good brothers, but at the end of the day, look, we are young men. We live and we learn, we grow, and then we come to where we are today. And I mean, if we speaking on my partner, you know what I'm saying? Look at him today. It's a beautiful a, man. That man. is an he ama- doing his thing. He's amazing a man. A lot I was of a testament, and then I can even say like. I have an affinity towards you because I know how much he respects mm-hmm. and loves you and how he stands up for you. And and when he told me that you got diagnosed with cancer, I mean, I felt like I was experiencing dang thing. I had to pull over mm. um, just because mm. I'm like, I was feeling what he was feeling, let alone, you know, what you were feeling. Yeah. And that's why I got you on here today, too. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's my party, man. We've been rocking since seventh grade. You know seventh what I mean? grade? Seventh grade. Was it Hallie or did I make Yeah, that? Hallie Middle School. Yeah, back then that was he was he was about six three. I was like five one or something like that. What? I was the shortest. I ain't grow to like high school, but how tall are you now? I'm six five now. Nah. I'm all that. You feel <laughs> me? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Where I got this hell. I hope y'all looking at this video. Look, anyway. <laughs> I had I had to recover a lot. I, I wasn't looking like this two years ago, Don. Like you say, when I was diagnosed with cancer. But uh, you know, it's a blessing to be able to come around and uh, you know, put up that good fight and be able to be on my two feet right now and feeling strong and feel like I'm looking good again and just getting back to myself. So you said two years ago you, you were diagnosed with cancer? Yeah, I was diagnosed in 2019, 2019. Well, how did you find that out? Uh, you know, it started off after that was, I, did I, I saw you when I worked with Mr. Harvey, right? You saw after you did the show? After I did the show? No, we never saw each other. I was working okay. with Harvey, but I saw you on the social media. There I was like, go. I got to blast out Detroit. Yeah. So it was shortly after that. And uh, it just started. And we got to put this clip because you on the ring. Come on now. Nah. I'm, I'm the, the champ. You know what I'm saying? Pimpin'. I am the pickup line champion in 2019. Y'all about to stop playing with me. You feel me? I can still get in my bag. Stop playing. Don't you going to bring him out. I'm not him. So look, you know, I was diagnosed uh, 2019 shortly after that. You know, I was on my little stint with acting and things like that that I was into. And, uh, you know, I've told this story a thousand times. It just started off with a lump on my chest, like probably like the size of like a pea or something like that. And um, you just, just like you just rub your chest like, oh, it's nothing. Just thought it was a pull muscle, you know, because I used to work out a lot at that time. So I thought it was just a knot in my chest and we'll work on it, you know, get it massaged, things like that. Uh, ignored it. You know what I mean? Which was which is definitely a mistake. I don't wreck anybody recommend anybody just be oblivious to what is going on in your body like you need to pay attention to those things and get on top of it and I didn't and it progressively got bigger 
And I eventually got to the size of a softball. And then that's when I started to get worried. You was know. it hurting? No, it just felt like a, I thought it was like a fat buildup. Then at that point, it was just a knot. You know, you could touch it, press on it. I could hit the weight bar on my chest. It, it wouldn't bother me. And then I went uh, finally to the hospital. A lot of a lot of workups. They put you through a lot of stuff that I felt like I didn't need to do because I felt like I had to get to the bottom of this, you know. And uh, they couldn't get a definitive answer with the biopsies that they did. But eventually I went in for a thoracoscopy video guided biopsy. And it's where they had to cut me open, collapse my lung. I was in the hospital supposed to be two days. I was in there seven. And they found a mass behind my chest wall that was three times bigger than the, than the uh, first, the, the initial uh, knot on my chest. You said on your chest wall, so I'm trying to make sense. So our um, <clears throat> our chest muscles up above our, our rib cage, right? As, as far as I know. So yeah. your the cancer was behind your rib cage or yeah. underneath the muscle in your chest? They they was just always referred to it as behind my chest wall, and for oh. some reason, somebody else could tell you that's a doctor. But however, for some reason, they had to collapse my lung okay. in order to get right, to just it. Just to get in there, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the lung. What so? And okay, it was a blood cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma, stage three. Did can does cancer run in your family? You know, my mom had um uh like stage one breast cancer pop up, but you know she had a surgeries. I think it's just some radiation. I don't believe she did chemo, and she, you know she beat it. Hasn't had anything since then. I had an uncle on my dad's side. I can't remember if it was like a rare brain or back cancer, but he had passed from it. And uh, other than that, I, we didn't have any other scares or any other awareness about it like that much in our family. And then all of a sudden, it hit me. You went to your uh, general practitioner, and they told you to go get a biopsy. Like, who was the first person you talked to? A friend. Like Shout a friend, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, y'all, bro, that ain't right. Straight up. I mean, it was like close friends, like Jason and stuff like that. I would keep them updated. A good friend of mine named Mina, you know, I talked to her one time and I was like showing her or whatever, but uh, everybody just started, you know, because I got a lot of support, you know what I'm saying? And as I started to put it out there, people was telling me, go to the doctor. And that's something I never would do. I hate the doctor. And, uh, you know, I finally went. And then that's where I just started with the runaround because I almost stopped going because it started with just like x-rays, ultrasounds of my stomach and all type of stuff as, as opposed to, you know, focusing on the mass that was right here, obvious than a mug. And um, it was just a long process. And then eventually got to a PET scan. And that's when they found out that I had more behind my chest wall. What do you remember what was going through your brain? You know, when I when the when the first doctor told me who he was a he was like a a pulmonary doctor and he he's not even supposed to be reading x-rays like that but he was like yo i'm seeing something and somebody's missing something he was like i want to send you to another doctor and that's where i went to like st vincent hospital and saw a specialist and then when he told me i really couldn't understand what he was saying because he spoke a different language he was japanese and be honest with you my insurance that's another story so uh but just when he i understood cancer but when he told me it was like it was just surreal like I didn't I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it got for me. You know, I can only go based off what I saw, like on TV or what I thought cancer would be like or what my mom went through. And she was beautiful throughout it, you know, lost a little hair. I'm like, I can handle that, you know. But I mean, if I fast forward, you know, I had it the one time, did chemo, did radiation, got sick a thousand times with my GI issue, beat it, went into remission. And then next thing you know, a month later, I'm stage four. So the first time, what stage was that? That was stage three. Oh, exactly. And so, and they had said it was gone after the stage three. After the stage three. So, like, I can't, like, when I first heard it, it's nothing. You know, it's just like, I'm going to go to the hospital, get something done. We're going to be cooling in and out of there. You know, to think what my mindset is like when I get sick again, I have to do this battle again. It can't compare to what I thought the first time. And if you, in case you're like, okay, well, what is stage four? My mother died of stage four breast cancer. Uh, My mother battled cancer three times, and the third time, you know, Mm. it got her. 
you know? And so I was just thinking to myself, um, right when I started working with Harvey and them, it was like a situation. Thank God. Shout out to your friends that mm-hmm. look out for you and tell mm-hmm. you to check on yourself. Mm-hmm. I was feeling this ache in my calf and it would just like mm-hmm. pinch when I would walk. I, I'm thinking I'd work out. I'm like, oh, I could have pulled some, especially I was riding my bike at the mm-hmm. time. I was riding a bike at the time. That was my mode of transportation. Mm-hmm. And um, my friend was like, my chain, she was like, Dawn, your, your leg just shouldn't hurt. You just shouldn't have a pain in your leg. Mm-hmm. I, this same damn building we're in right now, we were on the uh, fourth floor office. And I remember just walking. It was a pinch. I'm like, all right, let me go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, I didn't even think about it. I'm looking at my legs and I was like, oh, you know, one leg was a little swollen. Mm. And then they were doing the test. And that's just the whole other thing. Just being around these mm-hmm. machines, all of the beeping. And I just know myself when they said they saw the blood clot because my mm. father died of a blood clot. Mm. Sorry, yeah. It was just like a, it was almost like I could see everything, but the room went dark. Mm. Like I wanted to scream, but nobody mm-hmm. could hear me. So I was just wondering on your end. Like, oh no, nah, that that didn't hit me when I first got the news. It didn't hit me like that. I mm-hmm. didn't take it that serious just because he couldn't tell me if it was cancer. He wasn't diagnosing me. Oh. He just said he saw a mass that I needed to get further looked at. When I got the news was when I had that thoracoscopy biopsy, and that was the stage four. That right? was when I was in the hot. No, that was stage three. Okay. That was when he told me I had. And then cancer. what was there? Now that was different. That was when the room went dark, and I wanted to get up out the hospital. I told my best friend, "Let's go. Like I'm ready." You you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like in that moment, it was a wrap. Straight up. I didn't have positive thoughts in that moment because I didn't come into it with my mental health, like, correct. Believing that I could probably beat this and be a survivor. I really was sad. I was hurt. And me and my friend, she got me up out that hospital, I believe, like the next day. We just went and ate. I didn't say much. I couldn't talk much because of the biopsy. And, you know, I probably say... Maybe once I finally spoke to my mom over the phone because she she was at the hospital and she left and went back home because she was there the whole time. But my best friend came and finished the last two days. Once I talked to her was when it really got real because I could hear the the pain in her voice and even a little bit of doubt of, damn, I might lose my son. You know what I mean? That shit hit different when your parents, you know? And I never been an emotional cat like that. That's why I'm telling you, like some people like that, when you first started, you went, nah, I wasn't scared of nothing. I went, I was moving around. I'm cool. You should have seen my last 33 years of life. Like I'm from Eastside Detroit. Like we ain't tripping. I've been running around LA all day. Like, you know, but like, as I sat down, started really having them conversations, real conversations with doctors in my family. That's when I really like, was like, damn, like, okay, let's see what, this, let's see what this finna be like, you know? And it wasn't a walking apart. So when you found this out, right, did you tell people? Like I said, because my mom had cancer and it was like a thing of just, you know, I feel like in black families, everything's a hush hush. Don't tell anybody. You don't want anybody in business. Was your thing like, well, let me tell people because you wanted people to support. You kind of wanted to be alone. It was hush hush at first. It was with the close friends and the family that knew, you know, I I, that was when I was like, damn, I need to process this. You know what I'm saying? And I can't remember when I truly let people know. You know, but my Jason, he pushed me towards it, like, yeah, go ahead, like, let people know, you know what I'm saying? And all the way up until the first time I was about to get treatment, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really was trying to be reserved and withhold information, but once I first told him, like, I just knew I had to because everybody was telling me I'm going to need support. I'm going to need love to mm-hmm. be able to get through this fight. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm, a, I'm the type to take on my battle so much by myself that I don't let people help me. Like, I just tell you about it the next day. Like, yeah, I got back up. We straight. Like, you know what I mean? But, uh. I really let my guard down. You know what I'm saying? It was like, let me go ahead and let the love in and see how this rock. I'm on you know vulnerability. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. 
It was. It took a lot of. It took a lot of friends and Kimani, who's another good friend of mine. He's like my spiritual guy that really got me on track. It took a lot of talking with him. You know what I'm saying? I opened up to him in ways that I, I never have with nobody because he told me I had to get closer to God. You know what I'm saying? Something that I was a faith that I I was lacking. You know what I'm saying? I would say I was a spiritual guy, but I really wasn't. You know. But uh, it helped me. You know. Uh, you know, address like you say the vulnerability. Me being uh, you know, uh, exposed. Feeling like, you know, a weapon formed against me can prosper, mm-hmm. you know, really doubting myself, like lacking confidence, the looks, all that. You know what I'm saying? Acting career down the whole businesses, I'm losing. I'm like, what I got to brag about these days. You feel me? I ain't trying to get too deep. Like I truly the devil was we on my all back. The, way deep. We the gotta devil was on my back. You feel me? I like me not knowing this then because I wasn't that much of a God fearing man. Like I got that f- disconnected from God and I, and it, it was just nothing but me and the devil battling. And if you look at the pictures, I lost everything down to the flesh and bone. And it still took battling two times, bullshitting, coming back, partying, drinking, doing the same stuff that I was doing. You know what I'm saying? When I first got sick and being blessed that God gave me a second chance. Wait, wait, wait. You feel like the partying got you sick? Why did you say that? Well, I say after, like, cause when I beat it the first time, I was still hookahing every night. I was still drinking every night. I was still eating whatever every night. Wait a minute. I, I went back to it. So you you feel like you have to you you should leave that alone? I don't feel like you have to, but I recommend it because I didn't have a clear mind state. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was blind to a lot. I couldn't address my stress. I had mm-hmm. deep depression. Mm. Jason had to walk me up out of that dark place a lot of nights. He'd tell you 4 a.m. Playing around, you know, I ain't joking about talking about the stuff that I'm going to talk to you about. We talking suicide. We talking real mental health issues, you know, but. uh. So you came up out of it, right? So they, you know, you had a moment, you and Kimani talked, mm-hmm. <clears throat> your energy came up. You're like, yeah, so now we back outside. Yo. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel like I remember you like, this ain't going to take me out, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I saw your hair change and, mm-hmm. you know, the pretty boy, pretty hair, you know, that's a big thing that. Mm-hmm. And I want to go further in that talking about mental health. So then what the hell is going through your brain? You didn't beat the thing. Mm-hmm. How did you find out you had it again? What happened? I was up for a scheduled pet scan. So uh, when when you felt this mask, did any of it ever, did it ever hurt you? No, nah, I never was in pain. I never would have known it was there if it wasn't for the lump. And the lump wasn't even malignant. That was benign. It was the malignant, the, the active cancer was behind my chest wall. That's what I'm saying. I was... I was hoping it was fat and they could just cut it out and I had to get back to, you know, my daily duty. Nothing else was going wrong. Still had an appetite, was still in the gym, gaining weight. You went to the, to, for the, for when you found out you had it the second time, mm-hmm. you went up there, you checked up by yourself or somebody came with you? This, I went by myself. Yeah. And they told you right then and there. Well, oh, we found it. Well, you got to remember this was during the pandemic, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I'm still working trying to get my testimony out, man. But it was a battle. So you got to think a lot of the times I was fighting, though I wanted the love and all that. And I, I don't mess with Instagram like that. But like, I couldn't have family around, you know? I couldn't have nobody when I got my stem cell transplant and none of that. You know, it was at the beginning stages I had people at my chemo. But when the pandemic hit 2020, I was just finishing the first bout, you know? You know what I'm saying? So it was just Was that rough. scary? Yeah. Mm. You know, I, just, I asked. You know what? I didn't take the pandemic that serious. I'm be honest with you. Like, I was one of the ones I am mean, asked the flu. 
But I'm like, shit, I'm in the hospital all day. What is going to do to me? If, if, if I die in the hospital because of COVID, you know what I'm saying? I went really tripping because I couldn't be outside. And then when I did get discharged uh, that like fe- that January of 2021, I had to be confined to my house in, a, in my own room and couldn't leave my room with my mom or somebody had to fully assist me. Only one person I had to come in, cover it up. I did that. I remember because your family would come in rotation. Jason would say. Yeah, Jason. Oh, yeah. Y'all would all, you know, come out yeah, there. But yeah, hold James, on. So when they, I'm asking about the stem cell treatment because one thing, mm-hmm. I, I was so young, so I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing that you said is about support mm-hmm. and it's starting off with your friends encouraging to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. But whether it be like, I guess you said, I'm not sure exactly what goes on with the stem cell. I should know. My mother had it three times, but mm-hmm. it was so, it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot to process. Mm-hmm. You don't understand it than being young. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the know-how. I didn't have the sense to realize that Unfortunately, in your situation, because of the pandemic, nobody could come. But even being there to support while she was going through her chemo treatment mm-hmm. of just having people sit there. Mm-hmm. Because when I got diagnosed with my blood clot, mm-hmm. I was in there. I was in the base, the same area or that people who have cancer because it's all a blood situation. Mm-hmm. I just thought how scary and how lonely that felt. And I only think about my mom who didn't share much and didn't share mm-hmm. anything. Um what that felt like being by yourself. It was weird because it was over video. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had a telehealth appointment. That's why I'm saying like, I can't take this stuff serious sometimes because I'm like, you know, like I call her. I just did a PET scan and she calling me for my results. And and this is my oncologist. I'm going to put her on blast because it's emotions. You know what I'm saying? But she had already had a little tear in her eye and I thought it was just a regular call, you know? So I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? She like, Hey, the hey when I'm like I don't hate me, you know what I'm saying? Like what's up? She was just like I'm sorry to tell you, like it's stage four. I'm like, I right, man, stop playing. She like, she like when I'm sorry, like yo, oncologist telling you she's sorry. I'm just like, so I'm gonna die tomorrow. I'm like, all right, let me, you know what I'm saying? And then I almost went back into that, you know, mode, but I was already, I was preparing, I was preparing, so it was tough. But, uh, you know, I went to that second one with the mindset of, you know, at first I didn't want to do it. I told everybody I wasn't going to do chemo and all that again. But then they came to the table with the stem cell transplant. And that was something new. What's the difference or what? Uh, stem cell transplant is okay. using your stem cells. I'll tell you the process. I can't tell you all the specific okay. verbiage unless I go get the letters out and all that. But uh, they uh, you can either get a donor or use your own blood cells. And they basically trying to increase, like, I think the T count. So oh. I was able to use my own blood because I have uh, O positive. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. universal. You feel me? Oh, <laughs> my that's me. A- <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But, you see uh, what I'm saying? You better get you an O positive. Stop playing. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, yeah. And then I went. I had to go like two days in a row. And then they would just circulate the blood out and through a machine. And then once they get a specific number, they take it, freeze it, juice it up, and do some stuff like that. And then uh, you got to do chemo, extreme chemo. I was I would be in the hospital for, I think, Four days getting chemo around the clock. I did that twice. And then I waited like a month. And then that's when I checked in the USC and did my stem cell transplant. And I got in there like January something. And they uh, they give you seven days of extreme chemo around the clock. So I'm just in the hospital. Just, like, and what is this chemo? What is this feeling like? Because many people die from chemo rather than cancer, no? Yeah, I mean, I've heard of some people having complications from chemo. I had some side effects that happened. Like I went stat, like, you know what I'm saying? What does I, that mean? Like, they gave me something I was allergic to. I ended up being allergic to it. And I went ice cold. I think stat or rapid. They hit the thing on the wall. That was another day. Thought I was going to die. I'm in the hospital like, damn. 
damn, man, I ain't gonna get up out of here because I wear ice it's cold. Not funny, it's not funny, but like, I'm serious. I really was looking at it like that, like, man, whatever. And uh, I just went ice cold. That's when I really developed. That's another thing. I developed neuropathy, so I got numbness in my feet and my legs. But look, I'm getting old. Right now? Let's backtrack right Wait, now. right now you can't Right feel now, it? let's backtrack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so back to the step set. It circulates your blood, gets your T-count, gets you right. Uh, seven straight days of more aggressive chemo around the clock. Day eight, they come in and they give you your stem cells back. And it's a burning sensation. They got to give it all back to you in 15 minutes. So you got to sit there and take it. You start smelling like garlic, all type of stuff. And then they wait, they look, they look at your numbers over the next seven days, give you like some steroids and stuff. And then uh, you, your, your numbers, is once your numbers level out, then you there for like another like two, three days until they can discharge you. And then you got to go home and quarantine because your immune has been brought down to like zero. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not trying to figure out where I was following the process because sometimes I would check you, check you out when you were going on live mm-hmm. and you were keeping us updated about how you were feeling. I was and trying. you um it was this point where you had Jason, another friend on the live, but oh, yeah. there was this young lady that you would always, this girl, I want to say girl, I don't know how mm-hmm. old she was, but your friend. Mm-hmm. And you said you credited her for saving your life. She would always leave you notes. Oh, oh, Brittany Hunt. So was that yeah. during the second stint? Or yeah, the first that was during stint? the second one. Okay, so yeah. what, so this, okay, how long okay. were you in the second stint? Because I thought, I mean. Same time frame. Seven it, days? It, okay. It, well, I was in the hospital like 21 days. Okay. And then I got out, but I mean, the whole process took about Tell a year process. Tell me about process. her. Oh, man, Brittany, she dope. Her husband, Travis, and them, man. Um, you know, so I had met a lot of people throughout my time of going to all these oncology offices and, you know, my doctor's appointments and follow-ups, met a ton of, you know, people from the family, cancer survivors and people that's battling. Um, but it was something about her, yo. Like, and I was already like, again, like I said, at that point, I was addressing my mental health and my spirituality and stuff. So I was reaching a better place as much as I could, you know what I'm saying? But it was still hard to get over that hump because it was we was in that hospital by ourselves, no family. And I had told my nurse they had to come in around the clock to give me chemo. But I was like, look, I don't want nobody in my room. I had shut down with it. I was like, I don't want nobody in my room like at all. It was like probably like the fifth day or something because I was doing bad. I was th- I was back on my throwing up every 20 minutes, you know, mm. couldn't get help when I. Well, they weren't bad. I ain't saying that about that, but couldn't get help when I needed help or they wouldn't understand what I was dealing with. You're it was more just comfortable. Nah, they try to give you more pills. It just I'm throwing them up in their face <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think one of my nurses had told her. And uh, she came and she knocked on my door and I just was grumpy. I'm like, get away from my door. Like, stop. You know what I'm saying? Knocked again. She was like, look, I'm sorry. I'm going to just leave something for you. And I'm like, man, whatever. Because I, I thought it was the therapist. I didn't want to see her. <laughs> and then uh, I finally got up. The nurse made me go walk. And then I got past my door and I look like, I'm just mad. I'm like, who put something on my door? Like, you know what I'm saying? I grab it. I'm, I'm a crossword puzzle. I'm thinking the nurse did it. Then when I look up, she was at the end of the hallway and she was just like, I'm praying for you and let's walk together. And I was just like, I just felt like somebody cared in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know the nurses is there. They, they hype you up every day, but they ain't the same when they hit from somebody. That, I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, just come get me. We hype now. You know what I'm saying? So now she, because I had to walk because of the neuropathy I had developed. And uh, man, we was hitting them laps. Just got to know her. I you know, she already had a light about her. Her fight, she was, I think it was cervical cancer, man. And, uh, you know, she really gave me a lot of positive affirmations that I was going to pull through mine. Whether she got up out there, because we was, we was losing a lot of people on the floor. You know what I'm saying? The bullshit, not saying it like that, but like jokingly, like, you think one of us going to, who going to make it out of us, you know? And she got up out of there before I did. Her husband sent me a t-shirt, all type of stuff. He showed love. And then uh, we kept contact. I ended up getting out, started getting a little better. 
and then she got sick you again. speeding through this story. My bad. I know. I, I know. trying to give it all to I y'all know. on you vitamin D, man. this story up because uh, I saw the videos of you saying she was knocking on the door yeah. and you guys were walking around. And I mean, I don't know, like for somebody that may not have been, ever been sick or had cancer mm-hmm. to understand, like you're just trying to get out of bed. That's it. And she was just encouraging you to do a lap, I guess, around the floor. Around the floor. And it was it, it was so beautiful to see. Because I think even sometimes you knocked on her like, where's yeah, your friend? I, like, where out. you at? Like, come on. And having that support and that encouragement. Mm-hmm. And to see somebody that was going through what I was going through that had that ability to be like, I'm about to get up. I got to do my laps. You know what I'm saying? I was like... I can't sit in here and just die. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really didn't gave up on myself. Die. I gave up on myself. I did. So she she uh, got treated and she was good and she mm-hmm. left and you were still there. And I was still there for a little bit shortly after I left. Okay. And then we kept touch. Always talked about coming up there to hang with her husband her, and her kids. She had just had a, a son, I think. She just had a baby. Yeah. And um, then uh, she told me uh, she got sick again and she had to go back. And she lived like two hours away or whatever. And then I didn't hear from her when she got there. And then shortly after, her husband had let me let everybody know that she had passed. And it just happened just like that when she went back. And it hit me hard because, like, I know I knew a lot, of, a lot of people, met a lot of people, but she truly had an impact on my life. I know. Listen, I, listen, I'm up here, Terry, because I remember seeing it because I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, you just be surprised how God, or not even surprised, it's just a confirmation of how God just send these little angels mm-hmm. there, you know? Mm-hmm. Just to say, okay, keep going. And, you know, that's why I was just, I wanted to highlight mm-hmm. about how, you know, how lonely that journey can be. Can and how just somebody just extending a hand to just say, come on. Mm-hmm. And um, just that impact. Straight up. So now do you feel like you live life where you just never know if it's going to pop back up? Like, I mean, I, I'm at the point now where it, it, it's behind me. Hey. I'm covered. I'm covered. You feel me? And. I don't think it's a fight cancer one anymore. You feel me? That's how much of an army and support I'm coming with, straight up. And if it do, it is what it is. So that's why I'm doing the work right now. Okay. So we're going to come back and uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about this work that Wynn is doing with this <laughs> foundation uh, and um, the lives it's going to impact and that it is impacting. Uh-huh. And also, you've heard Wynn talk about how important mental health is. You know, as lo- I love to see a black man that wa- just loving on your health because come on, man. I need you to love on me mm-hmm. on yourself because it's all together you know what I'm saying uh, so um, y'all okay we'll be right back I got win. turn up Anthony starting in here Detroit what up though come on winning across America BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events, chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey, this is your girl, Shirley Strawberry. How you doing? Hi, everybody. This is Jasmine Burke coming to you from the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast. You call her Dawn Day. I call her love and light. Keep shining, Dawn. Keep shining. I'm afraid to speak. Um, yeah, go off. I don't I think. I understand, like, you know, nobody wants to keep hearing bad news. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what you just said, I feel like those are sentiments probably with my mother, mm. you know, and I understand who wants to deal with that each time. I remember my mom would be driving. She'll stop at a red light. She'll open the door, throw up and keep going. Mm. And, you know, chemo was so aggressive. Her hands would be jabbed like, but I saw that to say, I don't feel like she did her checkups like she should have done them or could have done them. That's but true. then again, I know the nightmare I felt with my leg. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine when it's like, I mean, they're both. I can't say I can't. Anyway, mm-hmm. to have that type of anguish that you've experienced, not once, not twice, but I guess three times, having experienced radiation, having a a, myomac- a, a mastectomy, mm-hmm. you know? So you say, you know, you ain't fear for the doctor, huh? Not for real, for real. You ain't looking forward to it. No, nah, I don't want to mess with the doctor. So you mentioned, uh, so do you drink? Do you smoke? No, nah, alcohol gone, huh? It's done. I drink wine, that's it. Pull up with Wait, a cabinet They or say you shouldn't drink alcohol? You know what? It, it, it's for me. Okay. No, I it's didn't know if me. it was linked. Okay. Nah, it's for me. It's a, it's just a, a very intentional decision that I'm making for myself. You know what I mean? I spent, you know, a, a lot of years. I ain't going to say 33 because I was 33 at the time. But, you know, I spent, you know, probably over 20 years of just killing myself. I look at it. I mean, I don't say you shouldn't drink because I used to drink. But I, I did it, you know, uh, with bad intentions. Mm. You know, I wasn't responsible. I guess it makes sense when you hear the resp- the commercial drink responsibly. I wasn't. And I'm willing to admit that now, you know. So uh, have I been as a doctor diagnosed, you know, cancer, the root of any of this stuff? No, because it was a blood cancer. But do I think it's going to have some lasting effects on my body because I wasn't drinking water or dieting right properly? And now that I'm not drinking any alcohol, no more hookah, no none of that. No hookah. Like, I don't know what toll it's going to take on me. All I know is my back hurt a little bit, but you know, <laughs> but I'm pushing. You feel me? As long as these knees get up out of bed, I'm straight. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we had taken a break. You were telling me about your dear friend, uh, Crystal. That's her name, right? Brittany. Brittany, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You were telling me about Brittany. And um, you had made mention, you were talking about how your foundation, you're mm -hmm. doing it for her and for all. Well, those, it's not for her. But, but yeah, 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 yeah. Who are experienced. Mm -hmm. She was a great inspiration behind this. Definitely. Tell us about the foundation. I know you had just recently did an event. You got some stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the connection with your experience and why this foundation is so important to you. So, uh, like I was saying, back to back track, you know, uh, a part of my preparation for what I was going to do with my life, how I was going to turn it around, you know what I'm saying? Mental health was something that everybody kept telling me about. Mm -hmm. it was something that I just didn't know. Of course, you tell me I'm stressing. I ain't stressing. You know, I go mm -hmm. back back and forth with you. You depressed. I ain't depressed. Like, you what know. What you talking about? <laughs> you tripping. The last thing like, somebody want to hear is something wrong with me. Ain't nothing wrong with me. And that's me. the problem, you know. But, uh, you know, I was, uh, I told myself, uh, you know, intent being intentional is, 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 is a word that I use a lot now because I, it, it just plays a part in everything as far as like education. I should have been intentional about education, but you know, uh, I was like, I'm gonna address my mental health and, and traumas that started to affect me while I had my alone time in them hospital rooms and in them bedrooms. You know what I mean? And I had a lot of time on my what, hands. What kind of stuff was going through your mind? Look, I'm gonna leave that because of HIPAA. Hipper, look, I, the book gonna come soon too. <laughs> look, we ain't talking about traumas deep down here. I don't I mean, want well, fifth uh, therapist. <laughs> All right, I ain't gonna press it. Cause you I be coming, me? I'm like, give me something. Yeah, All right. I, I, I might have a little juice for you. I mean, you know, for me, it's 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 uh, let's see, uh, you know, just stuff with family. You know, uh, I like to connect with you. Yeah, for sure. I'm working on vulnerability Stay already. So I'm saying I'm coming here butt ass thing. So I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's powerful. Yeah, for sure. You can say somebody like, but if you ain't ready, that's cool. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. I'm nah, Aries. Sure. We got we got more time. <laughs> trust me, trust me. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I had things that I that I was looking at myself on, you know, how I would react to certain things, how I would handle things. Was I empathetic? Am I mindful? You know, uh, how, how are my behaviors? You know, like, are they are, are they good? You know what I'm saying? I think they are. But to the public and everybody else that view me, like, what do I look like? Because, you know, you may see me as a good person, but I had anger issues. You know what I'm saying? I had stuff going on that a lot of people didn't know about. And I'm like, how wow. you know your anger issues? You be yeah, because you cause always I, laughing and joking. Yeah, because yeah, I'm with Dawn Day. We chilling. It's a vibe, but just stuff that I had going on in my personal life that I wouldn't show a lot of. You know, y'all or I just broadcast. You know, I had drama and it was just stupid stuff. And I've been in positions where it's like I shouldn't have been in that or I shouldn't have reacted like that because I could have handled it better. I could have approached. I could. I could have managed the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? But uh, addressing, you know, my stuff in the hospital while I was long and really thinking about it. A lot of people told me, you know, addressing my mental health and really like digging deep and having that conversation with, you know, somebody that I could come to and be authentic and be honest and, you know, vulnerable with. Uh, I attempted to do it, but the hospital gave us this like uh, just uh, like one therapist for like six people. And I was just like, nah, like. Like, if I'm about to die tomorrow, like, I'm trying to talk the real stuff today. Like, for real, I, was, I ain't trying to be in here a week and we talking about, and I got to wait for him to go or her to go, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I I did my due diligence. I was like, yo, when I get a chance and I can afford it, I'm going I'm to get myself a therapist, see what this is like. You know what I'm saying? Went through, like, a, one or two of them, and then I found one that was just, like, raw. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Didn't make me feel like I was saying anything crazy because you got you got to think sometimes. You ask yourself, am I, am I crazy? Like, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you might be. <laughs> real talk <laughs> but you don't know it you know and you know I may look like this guy that speak up a lot and talk a lot or you know very extroverted but 
when it came to the real hardcore stuff for me, I wouldn't address it with a lot of people. I let a lot of stuff slide, you know what I mean? And it wasn't direct. And I was like, nah, you know what? I got to work on my interpersonal communication skills. Mm, what is it? Emotional intelligence. <laughs> yeah. I'm work- look, I did not graduate college. I went far in the mug. So look, <laughs> I don't want y'all thinking I'm no doctor. I'm just, I'm telling you, I got a light, man. I, I got a download. I got a bunch of information that was given to me. And it's, and it's, it's, it's empowered me to empower myself again you feel me D- despite me having to go through you know something as traumatic as battling cancer to wake me up and i woke now and i just want to help i want to be of service and i think it's through mental health and it's so real because um your body is going through something mm-hmm. emotionally because you're changing you don't know if it's left or right and then going to the body your actual appearance mm-hmm. and i'm thinking to myself like you up here fighting for your life mm-hmm. And I guess different things are put on the table, but you have so many things that you're sorting out all at once, all while trying to keep your stomach intact. All while trying to say, even the whole idea of you saying like, I can't feel my legs or my toes. The whole idea, I don't know if anybody has been like injured or like you hurt yourself and Mm -hmm. how frustrating it is to just Mm -hmm. have to lean on something or to Mm -hmm. go about something. You can't feel your legs. What? Look, and, and that was a part of my mental health because I'm sitting up here losing all this weight. I done went from 240 to 170, and I think this shit is okay. And, and I'm 6'5". Like and this. I'm outside trying to smoke hookah and have one last drink with my people. Like, that shit didn't make no sense, you know? I disappointed a lot of people when I backtracked like that, you feel me? But I know I'm finna make a lot of them proud. Mm. And it's kind of like that thing, like, we human. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know... It's like chill on the judgment because we all doing the best we can with what we can. Straight up. And truth be told, you had to experience that to say like, wait a minute, what am I doing like right now? Mm-hmm. What is this for? Mm-hmm. So now your foundation, we're raising money for mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, how how are people supporting it? What's the impact of it? What's the mission? When did you get it started? Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. So uh, the, uh, the idea of my foundation came up uh, when I first got diagnosed. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I already knew what a 501c3 was, just never took the time back in the day. Would always hear about it from playing basketball and coming up. Um, and, you know, throughout my process addressing my spirituality, that's when I when I really realized, like, how I could give God glory through my service. Come on. And it, it truly came to me that, okay, when... You know what the fuck to do once I get you back on your feet. Because I'm over here like, what do I got to do? Like, I'm going to be good. I ain't going to drink. That ain't good enough for him. You, I mean, it's, it would be good enough for him, but it ain't good enough in that moment for me. Yeah, it was, Why come be on. good when you could be great? Come on. I'm on day 22 in February. No food, no water, no bowel movement. He waiting on me. Wait, you, he, how did my you? My bad. But how did, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We out here. That was, how you miss telling somebody that you haven't eaten in 22 days? Your bowel movement haven't moved in 22 days. Oh, man. What are we talking about, I man? don't know. I went through that. This was the second time? <laughs> this I was after I got home from the stem cell transplant. I went all you, February. Why couldn't you? My bad, my bad. Yeah, twenty. That was that this, was part of the GI issue. When you say I was sitting at home, though, I ain't take it really serious on the video conference. My oncologist, she crying, she crying, nigga, because you in the bed because you haven't did something in twenty two days. Well, that was that was after. That was when she told me I was uh, diagnosed. But okay, once I went to the stem cell, I, 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 so. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But that's that was part of my problem. I was I, Mit- Jason to tell you, James, was- Adam, Autumn to tell you. I'm like. I know y'all know I'm sick, but I ain't that bad. I'm cool. Let's go do something. Let's get up. You know, that we ain't chill. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see myself how they saw me until I looked in that mirror. And I was 170. So at 170, you haven't eaten in 22 days. Mm -hmm. Can you walk? 
I, on like day 18 was when I stopped when I stopped walking. I had, but I, I wouldn't even go to the toilet and throw up because I was throwing up every 20 minutes, like nonstop with no food. It was just acid and bile at that time. I swear to God. So your esophagus is burning at this point. Yeah, I look. I ain't gonna lie. My esophagus lasted through because when I went to go do a scope, I had no lacerations oh, or nothing. Oh, okay. That's why I couldn't understand it because I was giving up everything, Dawn. I swear to God. My mama tell you, giving up everything. And I just go back to the room, close the door, come back out in 20 minutes. I would try to take a little bit of water or Gatorade, but it would come up. And I couldn't even try food because it just gets stuck. What's keeping you sane at this moment? You listen to music. Are you reading? What are you, you said doing? At the, at the, in that moment? Yeah. Uh, that's when Kimani was sending me everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, All them scribbles. Oh, uh, shit. That, you know, God knows it's a reason for your pain. It's a purpose for what you're going through. But it's a reward for your faithfulness. I played that over and over in my head that I promise you it's a reward for your faithfulness. I spent like all that time trying to get as faithful as possible. You feel me? And it was not easy. It was not easy because I would ask him to take me. Then I asked him I want to stay. You feel me? But it wasn't until I had that moment. I called it my conversation with God and I knew how I could be of service, further service to the community and others. And I was like, well, if I get up out of here, it's exactly what I'm doing. And to go back to that, that's how I was like, I'm going to start my foundation and make sure everything that I do, all the work and hard work that I'm putting in, I'm doing it for somebody else. It ain't going to be for me. And thank God that like, you had your family, your mm -hmm. mother, you had Jason, all your boys. Mm -hmm. Some people ain't got nobody. That's true. That's very true. So your foundation is offering a way so that people get mental health mm -hmm. support or services. Mm -hmm. And what else? You have a clothing line. You uh -huh. got, you have so I started this while I was in the hospital. Uh, I'ma just do that and come back to that. Like I really. And wait, didn't your organization, didn't your foundation get certified today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, win, come on, come The winning foundation. Round of applause. We'll do it later. Hey, look, it's all about that. But uh, no, I, I, so. When I was in the hospital in USC uh, doing my stem cell transplant, I was like, what can I do? Because I didn't have no money. I was broke as hell. I was paying what medical bills I did. I had to pay a lot was covered through the insurance I eventually got. Was not getting disability. Never got approved. I was hustling. I had like literally. And so I was like, and I wasn't no GoFundMe type dude. And I was like, I ain't, I ain't asked anybody. I ain't asked for nothing. And then I was like, what can I do? And I'm a hustler. I'm like, man, let me let me brand my company again, drop some merch. And then if I don't make it up out of here, you know, dudes, homies knew the plan, donate the money. You know what I'm saying? But I was in the hospital, was able to make my first donation. I did a whole bunch of sales after the first time when I dropped the merch. It was just simple tease at that moment. Raised a couple dollars, donated a thousand to a young kid in Fort Worth, Texas. Cause I just ain't think I was going to make it out. I'm like, pay for your Uber, for your uh, medical uh, Uber trips that he had to take. Young eight-year-old boy in Fort, 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 ah, Fort Worth, Texas, Jackson. Wow. Sent him a check. My homegirls drafted it up, mailed it to him, sent it to his mom, like, make sure you get everything you need. And that boy, he on the high. So I did that. I did another donation to a young black kid named Kier out in New Jersey, man. Sent him some merch. He wore my merch, man. He lost his leg in his fight against cancer. I'm telling you, and it just been it was it's been inspiring watching their journey. I'm like, if these young kids could have a mindset to bounce back, like I'm 36, I know I can get on my feet and, and figure this out. So the foundation came about because as I started to work in mental health and as a healthcare provider, I was like, healthcare provider. Yeah, come on now, see all. See, uh, he see just be all, dropping uh, stuff. <laughs> you got the bomb. Where the bomb, Jeremiah? <laughs> yeah, what a bomb. But uh, we go backtrack on that. But uh, you know, 
I felt like at this moment, I'm so lit. Like, I'm just like, I want to work. I don't care if my hands hurt because I had neuropathy in my family. I don't want to care my hands. Wait. Look, it's all that. Look, keep so working. wait, Stay where's with. all the neuropathy? Because you keep throwing it so at I, They can come back. My, I only had it up to here, but this came back. So I have my feeling I can still slap you. You know what I'm saying? I can still do that. But but my feet, it's like, on my, I'm telling you, on my left foot, the whole front half of my foot is numb. The whole, like, one third of my right foot is numb and then up my left leg to, like, my kneecap. And then on my right leg is more so just my calf area. So when you say numb, is it that feeling like, you know how you get up and your foot feel asleep and yeah, it's like that tingling sleepy thing? Sleepy as hell. So you're, it's constantly sleep. When I just got better this last week, I just lost 15 pounds. I couldn't get out to bed the last day. Wh- why are you losing? Why, what happened? I got sick again. What does that mean? <laughs> it's, it's my. I got this side effect from chemo that messed my GI up. So that throwing up thing, I do it periodically. It just pops up. I don't know what causes the trigger. So you're still taking chemo? No, I'm not getting chemo. I'm off treatment. This is just a, a side oh, effect. Just, it's just going to come up. It just pops up. I can't stop it. I don't know what causes it. I could be eating perfect, chill, and the next thing you know, a meal will come. A, a meal will come. Wait, up. <laughs> you gotta chill. Nah, I let you know. I, I, I'm so I'm so cold that and I can control. I be like, I do it when I get home and shit. Like, <laughs> pause. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it just pops up, you know. Uh, but it's it's getting progressively worse, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't work out, I can't get back to like, because I don't want to over overwork like my midsection or put any strain because of what I'm dealing with with my GI. I be feeling like that might activate it. So I do just simple stuff. I'm trying to walk more. That's why I do ride with wind because I'm trying to you know cycle and bite more. I try to get massages as much as I can, you know, but. It don't stop me. Like I'm still on the mission, and as far as the foundation, like I was like, yo, like this is what I want to provide for people because this is what worked for me. You know, I could pay little bills here and there, uh, Uber expense for them, some food for them, send them something, but I felt like it would be more beneficial if I use my platform and my own merit to raise money to provide free mental health benefits for these cancer survivors and caretakers. And these are only the ones that I met, but this is why I established my foundation because as I'm learning more and, and learning the business and, 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 and how you can navigate, you know, all of these, these, these lanes that these people don't inform you about or give you the answers to and I and I know this can help others you know what I'm saying it's on you know what I'm saying and I'm about to do I'm about to raise if I can help the 10 and 20 people that I raise the money on on my own if I can start getting these corporate donations just go and I know um, they're gonna see the vision and we're gonna save a lot of lives yeah and it's just so fitting like to have you on and you know September being blood cancer awareness month mm-hmm. uh, good shit when now, you just made mention, you said something about Ride With Win. Mm-hmm. I do recall. I've been seeing that. You guys have rolled through Venice. What, what's, up, what's that? Yeah, the first one. Is that one, with the foundation? Yeah. The first one we did was after I beat cancer the first time. We did Santa. We started in Santa Monica, rolled to Marina Del Rey and back, had about 50, 60 people. Then, uh, you know, I was like, it was just something I wanted to do for my birthday. But I was like, dang, I was like, yo, I think we got something. I was like, people like was telling me I'm an inspiration and this and that. And I didn't see myself like that. But I'm like, dang, like, I really ain't doing nothing. just fighting for my life. So Fight. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. I, I didn't think it was that special because I was like, I really just fighting for my life. Like, I just want to see y'all again and let's fellowship. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and you know, it, and it, it's easy with me. Like, I don't, I don't ask for nothing. I give away T-shirts. I give away rubber bands. I just be like, donate what's on your heart you feel me it's up to you how many lives we save you know what i'm saying but we did ride with win that year i went to detroit just in may we did a walk as opposed to a ride my homeboy opened up the doors to his gym at jab's gym we invaded there started off there about 60 people went outside did eastern market down that uh pathway it was beautiful two miles 
dope 60 resilient strong people out there pushing with me you know what i'm saying and then uh it's just triggered me to you know go ahead and use my platform and whatever it can bring to the table and do these different fundraising events because ain't nobody else gonna do it for me or, or anybody else that i'm trying to do it for so i'm i'm out here i'm out here I'm hustling and I'm going to get it done. And if it's five people or 10 people, we done raised about $5,000 so far. So we got five people. Y'all can hold me to it. I want to pay a big bill. So give me a corporate donor with a hundred mil. You feel me? And you know the deal. Straight up. So uh, you have said you have your own mental health Mm -hmm. company. Well, it's not my own. Yeah, it's with my partner. Yeah, Your partner. Um, So can you tell me a little bit about um, Illuminate Psychotherapy? So Illuminate Psychotherapy, uh, Leia Solis, LMFT, man, she's so dope. She's like the lead advisor to my foundation. She's the one that truly helps me navigate, you know what I'm saying, learning more about being a healthcare provider. But uh, she offered me an opportunity to come work for the company. As she's seen, I was getting more knowledgeable about mental health and things Mm. like that. Uh, Made me prove myself. And I was doing this while I was was doing this while I was sick, too. You feel me? I was doing this while I was sick. Uh, Just asked for a shot and was like, I could figure this out. You know, I had never did this type of for work or as business. And I never was a worker. So what exactly are you doing? So now I'm I'm in charge of everything. I handle all of the operations and logistics. I want her to just focus on being a clinician. All our clinicians that we hire, I just want them to be the best clinicians because I know how you could lose focus as a clinician, having to handle everything from scheduling down to booking, worrying about billing or X, Y, and Z. And I kind of took over that load. And uh, as I started to see the quality of care that we offer in private practice is so much different than what somebody like myself at USC getting a free therapist for group One therapy for six is people different. But, you yeah. get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? And so, uh, you know, obviously this is private practice. So this is for profit. This is what I do for work. But it's, it taught me a lot because we're providing this care for high functioning individuals. You what get, does that mean? High functioning? I, I, when I say that, I mean People who seek therapy and can afford it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it shocked me to see. I'm like, dang, they coming out of 150. Like for real? Like it's nothing. I'm like, I I couldn't afford that in a hospital, but I want to talk to a person that understands and has the evidence based practices and knowledge that you have. You know what I'm saying? And so it made me curious, like how come somebody like myself that's battling cancer that truly needs this help? Why I can't get access to that? You know what I'm saying? And I started learning about how to, you know, build my network of providers up. You know what I'm saying? And get them on my team with the foundation for charitable cause. Come down on your price a little bit because I really got some people that can get through what they're going through if you help them. Mm-hmm. Not somebody that don't want to be at work today and they dealing with their own problems that they can't handle and can't manage their personal and their work life. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, so I'm I'm down at Illuminate. We in Long Beach. We offer therapy services. Uh, I do have lots of... They're discounted or... Is who discounted? Well, the services that you guys are providing because these are Hecky, still no. Them what I what I raise money and provide for cancer survivors and caretakers that's free. I pay for that. I okay, so that Illuminate bill. is not giving Illuminate. No, this is for profit. Okay, you, you better have some money. Okay. To pay for your therapy sessions. Yes, okay, you okay. need to be willing to pay for therapy. Okay, okay. You know what we do offer? Uh, what's called a super bill. So at the end of every month, you'll get a super bill, and you can submit this in order to seek reimbursement from your insurance provider. Oh, so there's a bit of flexibility. Yeah, it's flexibility, and I, I've seen clients get reimbursed 100 sometimes 50 percent, sometimes nothing at all but if you care about yourself you're gonna be willing to pay for therapy and so why do you feel like they're so beneficial like why 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 are you for illuminate you know psychotherapy versus if you still have to pay and you know people can't afford it like why are you pushing it why am i pushing it mm-hmm. be- because there are people that are willing to pay for therapy like i said high functioning individuals okay. who make 150,000 a year and they the, if you see the difference from the quality of care that they're getting from 
a therapist that's an associate MFT with no, without even 3000 hours of qualification, qualified hours or or having 15 experience like my clinicians have. It's a big difference, mm-hmm. you know, than what that therapist is going to talk to you about. You feel me? Yeah. Because the type of, uh, you know, clinicians that a lot of us get half-assing it or they they don't want to deal with it because the trauma is too much and they don't want to deal with children or adolescents or something like that and they're not coming into work intentional on helping somebody so the benefit is that you get it's almost like it's curated because you're like hey i know what exactly you're seeing because i've been there and i'm telling Mm -hmm. you right now these are the Mm -hmm. people because i feel like that's a challenge to finding the right therapist but at illuminate this 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 is just illuminate you know for my foundation i work with my people cancer survivors and caretakers i allow them to find net uh, providers that they want to work with okay and then i put them in my network but when it comes to illuminate yes this, this is you have to pay out of pocket this okay. is for work, work. We're I'm a private so, practice. Just, if you go to the dentist, you're going to pay unless your insurance cover it. We, I just choose, we choose to be out of network PPO. We don't want to deal with insurance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just because we know. I could get into talking, you know. The, the reason why I ask is my ignorant mindset. I thought like with the way you were saying it or the way I received it, I should say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I took it along that your foundation is offering free support for mental health. And so when I thought about Illuminate Psychotherapy, mm. I thought perhaps, I didn't know if they had like a hand in your organization and offering. Heck no, because I, I work there. Okay. I no, so this none is of just my, part of the work that you do to say, about, hey. I got to feed myself. Right, I got to no feed shit. myself. I'm trying to pay people medical bills. But I need to feed myself. <laughs> so I have to work, Don. You I feel me? So no, that's that. what I do for work. I'm okay. this. I'm the. I'm the COO of the uh, Illuminate Psychotherapy. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I do for work nine to five. But in the meantime, establishing my foundation, gotcha. I got to build my own network of providers because yeah. that's not ethical. You know, and that's just a testament to the knowledge that you're gaining with them. Oh so yeah, for sure. Now you part. You, you well, not partner. You work with them, but you also have been partnering with uh, various companies and organizations. Mm-hmm. And recently, you have partnered with Balmain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, us yeah, about yeah. it. Man, that, that kind of came about as just... That's uh, dope shit. It's dope as hell. Hey, go like that shit. Kind of fly, uh, kind of fly. Look, I, I always, you know, liked and enjoyed fashion and trying to stay clean and look good. But, uh, you know... Uh, um, I was I, I I've always worn worn Balmain and I happen to be up on at the no, store. Balmain, not Balmain. Hey, look, it's Balmain. You feel you got some Balmain. Balmain. You can't main it. Main it. Let me get That's out of that. Real just- <laughs> oh my! Wait, 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 wait what, what was you gonna tell me? You was just gonna let me. What you mean? <laughs> when I said you ain't even usually like when somebody mispronounce something, mm-hmm. right? You supposed to do a light my repeat bad. in there to my be bad. like, let me swoop you up. I real like quick. for them to get that. You gonna have to do this edit. Don't be having me outside like that. So let me rewind. <laughs> he probably keeping orders of that. Nah, so you know you're partnering up with these great people when um and you know you're partnering with these organizations and companies. You just did something with Balmain. You silly little boy. You sound like you work at Balmain. <laughs> Put bomb my head ass like that. <laughs> nah, but uh, you know, I'm I'm just out here uh, believing in myself. You Wait, know? back up. How did this partnership come together? That's what I'm telling you. Uh-huh. I'm believing in myself and uh, confidence. When it comes to me trying to, you know, come up with my strategies or how I'm going to raise this money for these people, you know what I'm saying? To be able to provide these benefits, I'm like, I got to hustle. I got to put something together. So uh, I happen to be shopping at Balmain that day on, on Melrose. <laughs> yeah. And they, I'm going to be honest, they saw my light. You know, I was in there talking, being Detroit, you know what I'm saying? I already had something on, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? And then, uh, I know. And, uh, and just told him, you know, he. my thing is, don't walk up on me if you don't want me to tell you what's finna happen. You feel me? Because everything I say, like, I'm manifesting. So he walked up on me and was, <laughs> ooh, okay. Speaking life. I'm he here was for walking her. up on me. And he like, he like, he like, I was like, I was like, no, I'm going to just shop around for a minute. He was like, no, no, like, like, I want to talk to you, like, 
he's just dope. I was like, okay. I was like, what's up then? He was like, what you mean, what's up? I was like, I want to do a party at your store. And it went like that. He was like, well, what you mean? So you got to talk, they talk. A private event. You feel me? And he was like, oh, he was like, what type of private event? I literally came up with it on the fly. I was like, that's Detroit for you that feel ass. me? I was like, well, look, we could put the DJ over there. I know somebody, a chef, I know somebody. And then I just come up with a budget. I promise you, I'm gonna bring some people out, some affluent African-Americans and we're gonna turn the story inside out. And it's gonna be a good time and people gonna spend some money because it ain't always about a dollar donation. They might want to come in and shop so that so that that way a kid who look like me, who used to who, who thinks about, you know, dreaming big and inspiring and being Louie and Gucci, now they see me in the store taking over and we in there raising money to provide free mental health benefits. I'm trying to tell you we killed it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Stop playing. How much with did me. you guys raise? I can't tell you that. <laughs> you don't know. I just told you we got five thousand total though. I'm I telling y'all, that. hold me accountable for five thousand. That we ain't raising no five thousand there. It was a very small percentage. You know what I'm saying? No, but, but it's something. It's but, better than what you started. But it is giving me, you know, the motivation that I'm partnering with everybody. You right. Know what I'm You're saying? in the room. God is in the neighborhood. I'm, telling, I'm pulling up. He gonna move that room. Every room I come in, they gonna get it. They gonna get it. What? Yeah, so ball mine was fun. I did a whole charity weekend though. 
I did a whole charity weekend. We did a private pool kickback. I had it at the house. My boy Chef Willie cooked up. We had some fellowship just out by the pool. Uh, and then I also had a couple events that night and a private dinner. So like uh, everything that I did, I just was slowly raising money so I could put it towards the foundation. Wow. That's dope. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I feel amazing. I swear Is it overwhelming? Do you ever just... Nah. I, it, it was at the beginning when I was getting all the information that I needed. But now... I'm truly just invested and I, I know I know what my I know what my purpose is now, you mm. know, and I, I've been hearing a lot of people, you know, don't know what their purpose is. I used to think I knew what my purpose was. I truly know what it is. And what I'm, is it? it's to be a further service to others in the community. Straight up. That's it. In any way, shape or form, I've always been able to bring people together, help somebody. If you ask me about this, I send you over there. You know what I'm saying? I just knew I could bring people together. People kept reminding me. I'm like, what I'm going to do? I ain't, gonna, I ain't got no job when I get out of here. What I'm going to do? You know what I'm saying? I ain't had nothing figured out yet. Everybody like, bro, like you, you, you with the people, like you got to figure it out. And then when I was able to get a job, find out about how mental health was working, addressing mine and how I could, how that made sense when it came to my nonprofit, it just went hand in hand. So I just felt amazing. Cause I'm doing it for somebody else. I ain't doing it for me. My mental health is in check. <laughs> I heard the hell out of that. So now that you didn't face death, are you scared of anything? What scares you? Nothing. Nothing you at a all. Oh mother, I shut look, your mouth. I used to think I wasn't scared of nothing until I <laughs> until I faced death and I got scared. The sky could fall right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke you and I'm gonna take what come with it. Straight up. It's like whatever you throw at it's me, whatever. let's go. I pray you don't bring no negative energy around me, but I'm on go. It's whatever. Like what's gonna stop me? Who I'm hurting? Who gonna hate me? What I'm doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to me, when you interact with me, you're not gonna see nothing but love. You're not gonna see nothing but but people that's motivated, that's getting the strength, that's knowing like through God all things is possible. I want people to dream big with my message that I'm giving. Like, look at me. I'm getting my credit straight. I'm in a Benzo now. Like, my life oh. is elevated. I'm in a Benz. Macchiato Beige is my interior. Pimpin'. <laughs> hey, look. I'm telling you. Life is just beautiful. So, I'm not scared of nothing. Wow. And then, after seeing what I saw, I could wait to get there. Wait. What? What does that mean? We just going to say God See? is real. God is real. We're going to right, just know. Live every day like it's your life. Wait life. a minute. Wake Come up, on. I ain't, wait. You said after seeing what I saw. So, wait. How you going to come on? How you? How you we got to do part two. Got to do part two. <laughs> what did you see? What did you see, bro? Come you know what? On. I'm still learning. I'm learning a lot when it comes to learning my spirituality. I, I'll, I'll never feel embarrassed by nothing I say. You feel me? But I call it my conversation with God. And that was during that time, during that 22 days. And, you know, my, my spiritual guy, Kimani, he, he constantly was letting me know. like, What did you see, Wynn? Stop <laughs> playing with me. You saw you was talking like the shack at first. I said, spend my time with God in the, sh- in, in the shed, in the shack. Yeah. What did you see? Is it a light? Was it a figure? Was it a person? Did you hear something? Did you smell something? Yeah, I, Come on. You I, just under- you, you de- I saw something. And you definitely just understand. But it was beautiful. You know, I got... So, so wait, did, did you feel like you died? I feel like I died. Wait! You don't think that's a bit... Okay, I'm I, during, I mean, we got all track, but during the, tw- the 22 days, when I went 22 days, no food, no water, no bowel moments, literally, that was when I, I literally thought I died and left here. But I don't want to go too deep into that story because I'm still piecing a lot together. I, I feel I want to tell y'all what it looked like, but I don't want nobody to think I'm corny. I am not holy. What does that the, mean? That, listen, listen, what are you... Listen, 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 let me finish, you, let me finish so you can tell me. Because I deal with that. I had insecurities when it came to church and religion as I was coming up. And for me to be blessed with what I've been blessed with right now, it, it, 
So you want to play a game? You get vulnerable. Like I get vulnerable. Yeah, we can do that another time. <laughs> We do that another time. Yeah, but just know, I'm telling you, it's, be- know? it's beautiful. It's an extreme. It's it's in a it's in a feeling I've never felt before. Felt before. It's a sight that I've a scene that I've never seen before, and you just understand. Now it was interesting. I've heard some people that kind of the way you just described it, mm-hmm. and they described like they almost they were about to go like they didn't like it was just no. felt so much so much peaceful but I, they almost went there because it's like well why did you come back and I it was wanted interesting. to stay I wanted to stay but that's why I said I truly feel like God was letting me go ahead and stay disconnected for as long as I did during them days and that day I looked in the mirror it was like day 18 or 19 I was in my hotel and transitioning and moving I looked in the mirror and that was when I really accepted like all of me not just me, little weight, bones, skinny bones. I accepted all of me in that moment. And I, I looked in there. I got back in the bed. I curled up and I, I just swore up and down. I was like, I promise you, if you give me another chance, I was like, I promise you, I'll show you how to do it. I'll show you how to give you give God glory through my service. I promise you. And I felt like I got another chance. And I'm, well, you hear, the Dan. first time was some. I ain't had that experience the first time. It was the second time. And I was like, after that, I was like, I'm not fucking this up. Mm. Nah. And you know we be out here being scared of stuff, but at the reality, when you really sit back and look at it, mm. we didn't survive one hundred percent of the worst days of our life. Whatever we thought was the worst day, mm-hmm. and we've had mm-hmm. many of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like we survived it, so it's almost like, what are we really afraid for? What's to come? Because anything that we thought we weren't going to get through, we did. And if we don't get through this thing, mm-hmm. we ain't gonna be here to know. And you just don't know when it's gonna hit you. <laughs> I'm lucky to be able to put what, up a whole two, What you two, recommend for people? Now that you experience death, mm-hmm. what do you say? What was your advice? What would you say to somebody? I mean, say to them and what? Like, what's the question? Would you say, listen, don't be afraid of nothing. Oh, you better go sure. take the chance. I'm telling no, you like, now. For real. No, like, listen, if I can see and tell you that I can wait to get there, it's that beautiful. It's no rush. That's why I deal with like clients that deal with like suicide and stuff like that. Or even friends that I talk to that I mentor now that talk about suicide. I promise you that's not what you want to do. You got to find a way to get out your head, get out that depressed state. You got to be able to, you know, manage your mind, your physical, your heart, put all that together. And I feel like if you able to like manage all of those things and on top of praying and meditation, you without going through something as traumatic as battling cancer, you could potentially get closer to God. And I feel like that'll help somebody get through their situation and believe that I'm telling you, it's better to be here. It's better to believe in yourself and work hard. I think people get discouraged because it's just where they at in life or what they might be going through. But that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Look at what I'm going through. Look what I went through. Name somebody that that gave me a bag and paid for my bills and got me through that and put out. You can't. You know what I'm saying? So, like, look at me. I promise you, and I'm not lying to you. It's, it's that real. So go hard and believe in yourself. And don't don't measure up. I said it the other day. Like, don't stop. People need to stop measuring their success up to the next person or what they success look like. Because that's not your success. You feel me? You need to find out what works for you and go hard at that and be the best at that that you could possibly be. You feel me? Um, what a million dollars is to this millionaire, I may feel like a million dollars with what I'm doing with my foundation and I do because what he doing hey playing with me <laughs> <laughs> but yes live I'm telling you like find a way to love life find some inspiration you gotta find it and it don't happen overnight it mm. do not happen overnight you gotta constantly work on yourself that's why I do my self care on Thursdays like I, I get I start my morning get my hair cut and I chill I fellowship I, I go get the energy and the love that I need like pulling up in vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast you feel me Catch I it. needed this you feel me I needed this I oh I, I, yeah 
It's definitely a different perspective because, you know, just listening to what you've experienced and not having somebody one on one and seeing what my mom experienced, like whatever that loneliness could be like, whenever that pull out, having that whole situation, not wanting to ask for help, mm-hmm. being in a situation where you have to see yourself. Um, damn. And then it's like that thing of just you saying how having those lasting feelings or mm-hmm. lack thereof. That's hard. That's still something I deal with today. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm good. So I can you, are you so athletic? Do you, are you able to work out? <laughs> oh, no. You can't work out? If I put a celebrity basketball game together, I'm going to be a coach. I'm not getting out there. I'm an all-conference athlete. Check my stats. I used to get busy, but I'm not doing none of that. I tell I'll slap you. But I ain't quick no more. You know, I can, I can still walk. It's just, it's just, it's really no feeling. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't wobbly and falling. But God forbid, you know, 10 years from now, I hope my leg's still working. So that's why I'm constantly doing the little micro things that I could do. Calf raises, walking, staying active, and getting out here in the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, God, I'm going to be in Inglewood September 17th. You feel me? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a public speaker, but I'm going to share my message. What you doing? I'm taking Illuminate Psychotherapy out there. We're going to offer our services, but I'm also trying to find me some cancer survivors for the foundation. Yeah, I heard all that. So now, did your vision? You made mention about you acting and so forth. Is that still out there? No, I'm not acting no more. That's out. You don't want to do it. My confidence ain't there for it no more. Thank you for sharing. What? Because of what? You feel like you're skilled? What? I get sick too much. You know, that was part of the reason when I got when I got diagnosed, like I had to stop. I had some roles coming up, but because I got sick and I was losing my weight, couldn't maintain my Emmys. My health just too rocky. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to. I got a lot on my plate with working and trying to, you know, manage my foundation. So, you know, adding that to my plate right now is just something I'm not trying to do. Okay, I receive you. The whole pushy Dawn that's like, Dawn, fall back. I'm like, what do you mean you're not going after your dream? You can't stop. What about Chadwick Boseman? <laughs> hey, but it's different. But you, you'd have to, like, you can't compare yourself to somebody else. You can't else. at all. How somebody is dealing with somebody else, but this is a great thing. I, just, I just wanted to say that. And it's not to compare myself at all or say nothing bad about nobody. These are great pers- people at what they do, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing now because... I look at cats like Chadwick Boseman and Virgil and not no knocks in them. These dudes far back, far, you know, beyond what I done did and, and they experts in their art and what they had to offer, right? But I wish cats like them would have gave me some information and some heads up before I got into my fight. You feel me? And I just, when I was looking at them, that was part of the conversation with my partner. I'm like, dog, like, I got to keep this on hush-hush. This is almost embarrassing. Like, Chadwick, Black Panther ain't say nothing. Virgil ain't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just winning. Ain't from the east side of Detroit. Like, I'm finna speak up, you know? So I just want to be that that light and that voice that people can see that I'm just being transparent. You feel me? And hopefully something along this journey and this path that's being illuminated by God, y'all get something from it and apply it to y'all life and then inspire y'all to go be the best version of y'all self. Damn, I didn't think about that, when. Is it? You know, I ain't saying no knock to them. I don't know. No, right I didn't they they think great. About that. I watch all their movies and rock Louis, but you know, I had to sit back. You can't I was be thinking what you that. cannot see and how much bravery that is to come out. You're absolutely right. Because when we found out, we were just shocked. Like, what? But what happens if somebody. Had to know, like, damn, you went through this. Oh, I can get through that. Or I don't know their situation. I don't know what it, what it hit, how it hit them mentally. I don't know. But I was just like, I refused to be quiet. I was like, I'm going to be one where somebody, if I go tomorrow, they're going to be like, when he gave me some game. Like, you feel me? Like, I, I took something from what he was going through. Or there go a symptom. I got the same symptom. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm just speaking up. Dang, I fuck with you, win. Nah, but with I me. Fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see if we can get something here. I got something called the Vita Chest. Okay. So in here, 
Ask some terms related to you, your organization, uh, things that you've been through. And um, I want you to get on that improv stuff and just mm. give us another way of looking at the term. So mm. I always use the term like in basketball, you have a pivot, right? Mm hmm. And you know, pivot is the actual physical move, but also sometimes you got to pivot in life when certain situations and things come your way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can't be afraid to pivot. So when you see these terms, think about it on that, you know, tip. You okay. you good? You got it? Look, look. You think it's so damn hard? Look. I ain't even give you the word yet. Hey, because of my chemo, my memory is jacked <laughs> up. I'm, I'm able to articulate a little better. My vernacular is lit, but I promise you my brain is jacked up. It's crammed. I suffer from, like, this chemo that I had, this post-chemo treatment that I had. Main side effect was memory loss. So. Yo, oh but, my gosh, I just hurt my feelings so bad. Not because you said that, because, ah, just you sharing that reminded me, ah, with my mother and mm -hmm. just the things that she would experience. yeah. And this time's talking to her and it's just like probably had I known because like you said, if somebody said something, mm -hmm. just the memory isn't that kid quick mm -hmm. and just standing there thinking and mm -hmm. you know, just me being hot off the press. Just mm -hmm. ain't my come on, come on. It's mm -hmm. like, nigga, I'm trying. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. Straight up. This is why I fellowship. This is why I want to come see my people. And that's I, a whole I other deal, mental health. Right. I miss I be needing this. I be needing this. Cause so would you forget somebody's like a birthday and then like what happened when you forget? Birthday is out. Pray I got it in my calendar. <laughs> right, you, well, you better tell me. Look, hey, well, I, I'm a little handicapped these days. I'm getting better, but I'm constantly working on it. You know, like I be trying, putting I'm, sticky notes, got hella notes right. in my iPhone like I'm working. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on myself. I'm working on my brain. I don't want to get into all the neurons and synaptic plasticity and all that. It, it get deep for your boy, but I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to just be the best version that I could be. That's why I got people in place like muscle that's why i got my advisor in place that's why i got my board of directors because i can't do everything but i could do a lot because i'm known for identifying Shit, you a made problem it up somebody, here right now come on time, Tony. come on what <laughs> and it's so fitting that your name would be win because we just win it right winning. come on man winning. If, I if i had a winning foundation out here boy i would have been playing y'all it's yeah. only right we, we start winning off man so all wins from here that's it. A win win. All right, so you ready to jump in this Vita Chest? See what it Jeremiah, does. we about to open the Vita Chest. Grab one. This one. Y'all glowing and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's a I mean, Like some treasure. I thought it was a dollar for the foundation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. I don't know what it is. Big brr. What that? Hey, look, no disrespect to Pooh Shicey and them. I know Brood and all that, but this is, brr, I've been doing this. Everybody know this Be this is Believe Love Renders Resilient Results. Wait, I didn't even know that meant anything. Look, walk with me. I'm telling you, God inspired that. That was something I had to constantly, so <laughs> I'm telling you. It was just I'm, the old bundle of surprises. You know what I'm saying? You give me one look, and it's just layers to this brother right here. But nah. say it again. Believe love. What did you say? Believe love renders resilient results. This was, uh, you know, this was part of my process of, uh, you know, just constantly reminding myself that because I, I got the other saying, love heals, love cures. You know, I didn't want to ride on Western medicine and the chemo and the stuff that these doctors were telling me. I was like, I got to go with what the people around me is telling me because they they gonna heal me. You know what I'm saying? And love was the biggest thing. And brr, Everybody knew it. Everybody was saying it when I got sick. And I was like, yo, just say I know. Believe love renders resilient results. I wanted to leave people with that, man, to let them know. Like, I'm telling you, if you believe it, I'm telling you, 
Love a now I'm gonna hear you. This is totally different now. Hey, Unk still got some game, so man. Er, so like, everybody else can say it too. Like it's not yeah, just. Oh. Nah, nah, this ain't no gang thing. Nah, nah. I be unity over here, man. Come on, man. We good. Oh uh, man, when that was. Yeah. If you see me, if you, most lot of people brr, see me, brr, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna come back with it. Oh my god, I love that so much. Uh, give me another one, Sue. Okay. <laughs> I hope it's not. Uh oh. No, nah, I don't want no more. No, nah, I don't want no more. All right. I'm nervous. I'm nervous too. Now. All right, this is easy. Winning. Come on, oh, we okay. done. All right, we done. Y'all gonna be. I see what it is. Winning and believe love renders resilient results. Exactly. Just yeah, get with the fitting. team. Just get with the team. Join the board. Help me save lives. It's gonna be fun along the way. We're gonna do a lot of fellowship and we're gonna have a lot of activities. You know what I'm saying? From bike riding to walks to I got a comedy show September 18th, 7 p.m. at Comedy Chateau. Pull up. I got some of the best comedians gonna go Keisha hard for the boy. Detroit? Keisha E. Come on, there. Keisha E. Keisha E. In there. I know her. Yeah, we got Chico Will, we got Boogie B, I got Kanisha uh, Bus, and we got uh, Vanessa Grady. Mm. It's gonna be dope. These some hot comedians y'all didn't seen before. I'm telling. Don't act like the money they, ain't going to help people. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, and they and they see the vision. I can't I can't thank these people enough. They don't need to be rocking with me. They've been doing the the I don't want to say no names. They competitors. You feel me? The other comedy shows, but they pulling up. They see the vision. They some of them going. They through say the other. greater the vision, the greater the reward. Come on, it's Let's a reward go. for your faithfulness. I promise you. I'm trying to tell you, you best stay faithful as you possibly can, no matter how bad it get. Better make that situation look bomb as hell. Straight up. That's what we doing right now. Come on. Oof. Okay. Is there anything else ah. you want to talk about? You talked about Robert Wynn. We got that coming up. You got two rides. Well, I got September. Well, Ride With Win is not happening no more. That's the comedy show. So I'm doing September right. 18th for the comedy show. September 18th at 7 p.m. at Comedy Chateau. You can go to my Instagram and hit the link to buy tickets. I'm giving away free t-shirts and rubber bands too. So pull up. Come laugh with your boy. How they find you on social media? Uh, Win Sardin. W-Y-N-N-S-A-R-D-E-N. Pull up. That's it. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, we got and September 17th. If you in Englewood, pull up on me. Got the vendor table. Come kick it at the step and repeat come get some information and some resources come learn I'm ready y'all see you gave all the information to vitamin D we ain't got this nigga's a vessel you feel nah but we out of Inglewood I'm just I'm telling you I really I know what I'm doing but when I say I don't know what I'm doing I swear to God I know what I'm doing I just believe in it myself. Yeah, and, and that's confidence. You get confidence in Man. knowing. And nothing is sexier in confidence. Man. Whether it's improv, whether it's working out, whether it's knowing your name, it's just saying, I am. Who do you say that you are? And if you were, why would you say that you are? I identify with being unk the mump truth. I thought it was big unk. It's big unk for sure. It's big unk. It's two time Tony. You feel me? It's all that. Like, pull up on me. Come ride with your boy. Oh man, <laughs> I enjoyed this conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. I know you. I did you too. I was said, nervous. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I ain't spoke since the interview. For real? Nah, I haven't. Oh my gosh! Mm. And at first, I didn't know what was going on because I was trying to get you. I was like, "Yo, mm. when they gonna be on the podcast?" Nah, I'm pulling up, man. And you know what? I feel like this is so much fitting because when that time I was doing starting vitamin D as far as after being on the platform, iHeart platform, mm. I was on IG Live trying to hit it. Mm. And we in the studio now. Mm, look at it. And us. wait, you this just seen growth. the growth, right? This is growth. Because you said what? Faithfulness? God yeah, it's a reward for your faithfulness. I'm, I'm trying to tell wait, you. I'm going to be big in the offer. Enjoy you your process. Enjoy your process. You in here now. I'm here. Can't wait till this get a little bit more bigger and a little bit more bigger. 
Hey. And I'll be here to rock with right you. Right there. You and see? if I could be a service, you let me know. Hey, we in this together. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, I hope you feel inspired. And I hope you got something. I hope you understand how important it is your mental health and how important it is to have people that hold you accountable. And know how important it is to be confident in who you are and who you say that you are. And you know, like DJ Khaled, how he said, he said, God did. So despite whatever you're going through, despite whatever obstacles, despite what they're saying, know that you have what it is that's on your heart already inside of you to do it. Because God did. So um, I love you. And I hope you find something to smile about today. Or in fact, you give somebody else to smile. I'm going to head out of here. All right. It's the flavor that we do when we from Detroit. Now you know what it means when we say what up, though. What up, though. So I love you. And uh, you know, like I say, every time I leave out this piece, I'm in the business of making dreams come true. And I damn sure ain't going to forget about mine. So until next time, always remember, you are your greatest asset. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com. F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current Facet members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there way out there, turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.